Episode 43, Torrenting and the Law. A fascinating technology has its moment. Again, by your author, David Koff. The background. Torrenting was born in 2001 and pioneered a new way for people and companies to share files. It was relatively easy to use and, because it allowed for anyone to share or download albums and movies, it got popular very quickly. How popular? Well, in 2009, it was estimated that torrenting accounted for a mind-boggling 43 to 70% of all internet traffic. Once Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, Spotify, and Apple made purchasing high-quality music and video extremely cheap and easy, torrenting traffic plummeted. However, the technology is once again gaining popularity, so let's explain what torrenting is, how it works, and the legal implications of using the technology. The technology. At its core, torrenting is a technology that allows people to share files. What makes it special is how the technology works. And since explaining technology can be difficult, let's instead use a metaphor that anyone can understand. Pizza. The normal way to get a pizza. So if you want a pizza, and of course you do, you contact your local pizza parlor, order the pizza that you'd like, and within about an hour, your pizza is delivered to you. It's a delightful, simple, and supremely delicious system that requires only three parties. One is you, the consumer of the pizza. Two is the pizza parlor, the maker of the pizza. And three, the transportation service, who delivers the pizza to your home. Well, this three-party system is also how most downloads from the internet function. For example, let's say you're needing to download the latest Firefox web browser. You, the consumer, can download the software to use. Mozilla, the maker of the software, gives the public access to the software on its servers. And three, the transportation service who provides you access to the internet is your internet service provider or ISP. Your ISP gives you access to the internet. You contact Mozilla. Mozilla gives you permission to download software from their servers. That's it. If that sounds simple, it's because by design it is. However, there are more, shall we say, creative ways to order a pizza. The complex way to get a pizza. So let's say you're ordering the same pizza, only this time, 80 or 90 different pizza parlors will join forces to get you your pizza. To make this happen, not only will each pizza parlor make a pizza for you, but they'll figure out during the delivery process which parlor is responsible for which piece of your pizza. Then at the end of the delivery process, the pieces from each of those 80 to 90 different pizzas will be assembled at your home and miracle of miracles, the finished product will look, smell, and taste exactly like a fresh whole pizza. Well, it turns out that this many party system is how torrenting works. If you're needing to download that same Firefox web browser via torrenting, the download file will be broken into scores or even hundreds of different individual pieces. Each individual piece is retrieved from a different computer or a server, which is called a seeder. 
and it's brought to your computer. Now, the complexity of this operation requires a special kind of software called a BitTorrent application. These applications serve three vital tasks. One, they find each individual piece of the download that you need. Two, they fetch each piece of that download. And then three, and most importantly, they assemble all of the various pieces together to create one whole and final product. In this scenario, your ISP gives you access to the internet. You use a BitTorrent application to seek the latest Firefox installer. Hundreds of individuals with personal computers just like yours all simultaneously share parts of their Firefox installer with you. It's known as peer-to-peer -peer file sharing or P2P. Now, if that sounds complicated, it's because by design, it is. However, that complexity allows for some pretty amazing things to occur. Why is torrenting important? Efficiency. If you need to download a large file in the traditional manner, then your download speed and time of download rely on three factors. The speed of the server providing you the file, the speed of that server's connection to the internet, and the speed of your connection to the internet. Now, torrenting leverages P2P file sharing by using many computers or servers to share the same file. And this design allows for tremendous efficiency over traditional downloads, especially on slower or restricted networks. Having 20 or 200 different computers or servers helping to provide you a large file creates an advantage to traditional downloading. This is why companies like Facebook, Twitter, and Blizzard Entertainment, who make the popular World of Warcraft game, and others leverage the power of torrenting. It's also why government agencies like NASA, the National Aeronautics and Space Administration, have also used torrenting. Exposure. If you've created a piece of artwork and want to quickly share it with the world, social media and video streaming platforms might suffice. But if you want people to be able to play, read, or watch your artwork on any of their own devices, then making it available via torrenting is a smart way to gain exposure and fans. This is one of the reasons that the creators of various Linux OS builds, including Debian, Ubuntu, and others, provide their OS downloads via torrents. Preservation. Given torrenting's ability to distribute data, it's fitting that one of the most venerable and important websites on the internet, the Internet Archive, uses torrenting. They use it to help preserve and share the internet for future users and historians. Starting in 2012, the nonprofit added sharing files via torrenting to its other methods of data sharing. Freedom. Torrenting harnesses the power of individuals who have their own computers and access to the internet. It is therefore a powerful tool for citizens who live in countries whose government restricts access to certain information. Some countries work very hard to restrict access to some or all parts of the internet. And if you live in one of those countries, as shown on the map above, then torrenting might be a valuable tool to gain access to the information that you seek. Why is torrenting popular? In the early 2000s, 
Torrenting was very popular because the applications were free, easy to use, and they made it very easy for anyone to share or obtain copyrighted materials like movies, albums, artwork, and pornography. Then, technology and the arts finally caught up with the demand. Companies like Netflix, Hulu, Apple, Amazon Prime, and others began to provide digital video and music collections to customers around the world. As a result, torrenting traffic plummeted. That's because most customers, turned out, were willing to pay a reasonable fee to have easy access to a massive music or video-on-demand library. But then, just like the network TV model, those giant tech companies and their massive libraries became exclusive. Now, if you want to watch Ted Lasso, you'll need to purchase a subscription to Apple TV+. If you want to watch Bridgerton, you'll need to purchase a subscription to Netflix. If you want to watch The Expanse, you'll need to purchase a subscription to Amazon Prime. Suddenly, consumers who wish to watch popular shows are now faced with having to subscribe to multiple services on top of the monthly fees they're already paying to gain access to the internet. And since most people can't afford those kinds of fees, torrenting is making a comeback. One 2018 study by the research company Sandvine claims that torrenting has counted for 21% of all upload traffic on the internet. That's a huge spike and probably isn't going away anytime soon. And this brings us to the obvious question. Is torrenting legal? Generally speaking, most all technologies, like torrenting, are legal. However, the ways in which technology can be used might be illegal. NASA and the Internet Archive, for example, use torrenting to share important or culturally significant files with the public. That's a legal use of torrenting technology. So, too, is sharing any non-copyrighted materials, such as your own original works of art or any work of art which exists in the public domain. Sometimes, even famous works of art are in the public domain, such as The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, a novel written by L. Frank Baum. This makes it possible to legally share links to download and read this great work of fiction, as I've done in the piece. However, using torrenting or any technology to share copyrighted material without permission is absolutely illegal. Copyrighted material includes any movies, books, movies, images, or other artistic material that is not in the public domain. In modern countries, the government works with the internet service providers to punish those who illegally distribute copyrighted material. In the United States, the fine for being caught sharing copyrighted material under the Copyright Act can cost up to $150,000 per infringement, so the stakes can be high. How does it look and work? Your first step in legally using torrenting technology is to download a free torrenting application. However, this can sometimes be a challenge. Some government agencies force ISPs to block torrenting websites, even though the software and the technology that underpins it are both legal. The workaround? Using a virtual private network, or VPN, something I've discussed in a previous episode. For example, the most popular torrenting application outside of China is called MewTorrent. However, if you click this link to visit its website right now, and you're not using a VPN, the website appears to malfunction. If you are using a VPN client, 
the website functions perfectly because using a VPN not only hides your IP address, but also bypasses blocks that are put in place on certain IP addresses. For years, I've paid three to four dollars a month to use NordVPN, which continues to get my vote for the best VPN provider. Using Nord not only enables me to view the MuTorrent website and view their torrent interface right in my browser, both shown below, but it also hides my surfing data from my ISP, and that's key. I don't want my digital overlords to know that I'm torrenting, even if my torrents are 100% legal, which they are. As you can see from the pictures above, I recently used MuTorrent to download Alfred Hitchcock's masterpiece, The 39 Steps for Free. This seems smarter than paying $3.99 to Apple for the privilege of watching a movie that's in the public domain and available for free. One final warning. The NSA famously observed and hacked torrenting technology in the early 2000s. Because of that, I bet my money that they're still watching the technology and finding ways to crack down on illegal use. Torrenting is legal, but only if you're using it in legal ways. It's a great tool to help discover new works of non-copyrighted or public domain original art. It's also valuable to find cool materials that the government or other institutions make freely available. When used safely and legally, torrenting is a fabulous tool. And that's a wrap for today's episode, everyone. Thanks again for subscribing and supporting independent technology journalism. As a reminder, please use this link to share my Substack newsletter with your friends, family, and colleague. It's a quick way that you can help me in a powerful way. Thanks for that in advance, and as always, surf safe.